0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller?
0: I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh,
1: you got
2: fleeced. Next caller?
3: I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan.
2: That's not a bad deal.
3: It is not. Our
2: best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: Offers vary by device subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See ATT.com slash Samsung for details.
4: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet.
5: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks.
6: That's all we need.
1: We've got all the experience in the world.
2: And what a difference a week makes. Bills and Titans were going up and down the field in week six. The Saints and Seahawks really weren't doing that in week seven, Mike. But New Orleans leaves Seattle with a 13-10 victory. Alvin Kamara, the heavy workload. One big play from DK Metcalf. And a whole lot of junk in between. That's what we got in week seven in Seattle.
6: Well, the fact that... Metcalf wasn't targeted again, and that became the big talking point for, what, two and a half quarters? Hell yeah, that big touchdown. Where's he been? Oh, he's fighting with all the uh, defensive backs. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take another video shot of these guys jawing after another play. No, just uh, abysmal. I I think Tom Brady, I kind of paraphrase it, is, you know, when Camara scored on the receiving touchdowns. Like, you kind of got to key that guy, don't you? Because he had Mm -hmm. 8-109 and a score at that point. Because who else was a discernible target, Dan? And you watched it happen. All check, check, check. I thought I was watching Rounders. Malkovich was hanging out with his little Oreo cookies and getting all mad at Matt Damon, playing poker, going, check. Check, check, because that's really all you did. Because you don't have a wide receiver who's a threat. So mm-hmm. the fact that you had Camaro with such space as a receiver was confusing. And then on the run game, he was n- barely falling forward. And then when they needed on a third and ten, all of a sudden he picks up twelve yards. Like that's the guy. That's the only guy. Uh, but yeah, rain soaked and the under came in pretty easy.
2: <laughs> it was, it was, it was ugly. And the point about DK Metcalf. I just it it worked, so you're wondering why wouldn't you just why wouldn't you just chuck one up? Even even if you're throwing in the double coverage.
6: Well yeah, third and long. Yeah. Throw the ball up. You're not converting exactly. on third down. If it's a punt, it's a punt.
2: Exactly. It was uh, that was that was disappointing. I think people who played Alex Collins were disappointed, just because of the use of Rashad Penny. What I'm curious about is was that was that a showcase game for the Seahawks to try to be like, look, you can uh, you can have Rashad Penny for the rest of the season if you want, or is Penny going to be in the mix once Chris Carson's healthy, if he's healthy? But Alex Collins, I felt bad for players who may have had Alex Collins in that contest because he just did not come to uh, fruition and really do anything because Penny got a lot more action, but that's not my takeaway. My one yeah. takeaway is this from the game. And that's, a, I think the saints are going to get crushed by the Buccaneers in week eight.
6: Yeah. I,
2: j- the, the problem is, is all of that Alvin Kamara stuff can work against the Seahawks. It's not going to work to the point that it did against Tampa. And there's no way that they can score with Tampa. And, and the real question, maybe, Mike, from the game on Monday night is, how close is Jameis Winston to Geno Smith? Because G- he, Jameis looked more like Geno than Jameis looked like Drew Brees. And I think that would be concerning to me if I'm a Saints fan in, in, in moving forward. And fantasy-wise, Alvin Kamara is your only play. Even if Michael Thomas comes back this season from his ankle injury, I don't know if I would have any confidence playing him in this Saints offense.
6: No, and that's the curiosity, though, is you've got Kamara and you've got nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? You get, Traquan Smith was as effective drawing offensive pass interference penalties uh, as he was catching the ball. He had one of each. Right, couple of drops. Yep. You got Callaway, who was your preseason darling. He's just a guy, and when when you look and break it down, it's Kamara and nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin White got targets for crying out loud. Good for him But he's still in the league. You know, <laughs> I speak great. that as a uh, Chicago guy. But but it's just the idea that you know that's where they're at on their depth chart. And whether it's Michael Thomas and and I don't know how much he hates the organization, and versus how much he's still injured, you know the reports have been fewer and far between with that. But you got the trade deadline coming up. Go back to the Bears. Go get Allen Robinson out of purgatory or hell, sure. whichever you know you want to go to. He's he doesn't hasn't signed a long term deal. He's not getting the ball. Another two catch sixteen yard day. As we'll talk about him once again in a little bit as we review week seven, but it, it's just they go find him somebody else. Because I'd love to see if there if there were a, an actual receiver downfield, whether he'd be any better. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea what he is through seven weeks at this point. Wildly inconsistent results, and really the only guy is the check down in old number 41.
2: Yeah. And what was so surprising was on their, their last offensive possession, where they got the go-ahead field goal, they had a screen set up. And Jameis seemed to be, you know, afraid of something or cautious of something and just ended up taking the sack when you had your tight end that was set up for a screen that would have gotten you in the end zone. End of the story, Saints end up winning the game anyway. But that was my big takeaway is Saints going to win on Monday night. I don't think they're going to be as lucky on Sunday against Tampa Bay.
6: No, I would agree. And and going back to your Seattle backfield just real quick, you know, Collins 16 for 35, like you said, Penny 6 for 9. Do you trust any of these guys to stay healthy? Right, we're bad. We're past Bye or whatever other name people gave weeks week seven. Mm-hmm. Right, because there were six teams. We're not going to do that again. We've only got two teams on Bye for week eight in the Raiders and the Ravens after they got absolutely worked from pillar to post by Joe Burrow and company. Uh so Alex Collins probably isn't going anywhere near your starting lineup again, nor nor would Carson or Penny at this point. No. Right. I, yes, you roster them because they have some share. So they, you know, you play defense on the opportunity that you know they don't end up in a lineup against you. But they're just going to rot on your bench at this point.
2: The, the one thing that I think that maybe we could say for guys who are in position, uh, if your team is working, and maybe you're sitting there, what we're in week seven, maybe you're three and four, Mike Metcalf and Lockett should have value. Once Russell Wilson comes sure. back, it's just can you navigate Week 8 and Week 9 when they're on buy and then feel good about it in Week 10. That would be something. So those those prices on those guys may be a little bit low as well that you could go and get something if you wanted to plan for the future. But just don't expect anything next week against Jacksonville. Then you have the buy in Week 9.
6: Yeah, if, if people in your league will actually trade – Mm -hmm. here's your uh, sky is falling just make sure they don't get to see any of the video because i I said we have the two halves uh, of the perfect quarterback ben roethlisberger who's hurt and will tell you how hurt he is and then still show up and play russell wilson who wants it on video look at me working out (laughs) look at me so we got both of them so uh yeah hopefully he's back sooner rather than later because uh pete carroll who's always been the youthful 70 year old he's starting to age
2: Yeah. Starting to catch
6: up with him here these long, long weeks without him.
2: He's not the only one who's aging. Uh, Miles Sanders' owners are aging well, and I would be one of them. As we transition to our quick report card from a week ago, I gave you a reason to start Miles Sanders, and that was because the Eagles fans were mocking head coach Nick Sirianni. I know Sanders left in the first quarter with an ankle injury, Mike, and as much as I'd want to take the L – I'm actually not going to blame myself because you can't foresee injuries. No. He had 30 yards when he went down. Yeah. He, he got injured on a reception that went for a, for negative three as he hurt his uh, ankle on that play. But I actually think that you saw their Miles Sanders usage was in the plans, but like everything that is with Miles Sanders – something goes wrong and of course it did in vegas and so miles sanders did not work out in the overall picture of one reason to start you and i disagreed on deandre hopkins and deandre hopkins what do you know the reason i didn't i didn't want to play him and said he should bench him is because he's td dependent and what do you know he scored a touchdown against his former team like you said he would seven catches 53 yards and a score so i missed on that my three-point conversion cordero patterson did get in the end zone with a rush did not get in on a reception, Jonathan Taylor had 107 yards and a score against the Niners, so I like that one. And points of Palooza, I put Eagles and Raiders, 55 points in that game, but it just ended up being fourth best in the NFL in Week Seven, with the Patriots almost topping them by themselves with the 54 they had against the Jets.
6: The score that while you you knew the outcome was the Jets were going to lose. And maybe you predicted them to lose handily. Raise your hand if you did. Uh, I've got mine up. Fifty-four? Uh, Are you kidding me? I know I kept watching. Like I was out at a, at a soccer match for my daughter, right? So I've got you know some video coming through and paying attention, and, and it's like we got another scoring update. And New England's put another set like. What the hell's going on? It's like, I thought this guy was a defensive wizard. And he's got Matt Jones and Brandon Bolden and all these guys running nuts. Uh, no, so that was pretty crazy. Uh, we talked about the, the over-unders, and, and you mentioned it, just the, the number of games where you did have veritable points of paloozas when there were only two games on the slate that had over-unders of 50-plus. And both of those games came in under. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, when you look at the the Rams and the and the Lions, which like the Rams uh got all they wanted and then some, but Matthew Stafford still delivered, uh, and then Ken- Kansas City and Tennessee, uh, Patrick Mahomes cleared, so he should be good to go, uh, but obviously a lot of hand-wringing going on because everybody was quick to get their memes up of Derrick Henry having one more touchdown pass than he did in the first half on Sunday. Uh, to that end, uh, three-point conversion was talking about those point spreads, so you know maximizing your opportunities given the buys and the fact that Vegas was telling you you. a lot of low scoring games were in the offing uh, had some love with Tua he got me my four touchdowns like I said saved me in my guillotine league and then Aaron Rodgers has ownership now of the Washington Football Club just like everybody else uh, against that <laughs> porous pathetic defense at this point 274 and 3 uh, big challenge to come we'll get into the Thursday night football game for week 8 uh, in short orders here uh, otherwise uh, I'd couple of wins, you know, Tua was really the big one for me uh, that, that I'd highlight. Losses were all over the place, right? Calvin Ridley scored a touchdown, but he was 29th amongst wide receivers in that win over Miami. Allen Robinson, I mentioned him thinking that you'd get some garbage time. Both he and Justin Fields were guys we talked about a little bit last week. Field 184 yards, three picks, the two lost fumbles, 38 rushing yards. He was 31st. Dan, there were hey. only 26 starting quarterbacks in the <laughs> National Football League. and waits hey, at it.
2: Hey, hey, you know what? I'm not going to take this slander of yourself, okay? Because I this is this is when I look at what Mike Harmon gave you in our last podcast. He is, he is sitting there with his glass half full. All I know is this, is you told us to play Derek Carr. Derek Carr only played had three incompletions in destroying the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. We both liked A.J. Brown, eight catches, buck 33 and a score. We expanded our wide receiver rankings where you had Debo Samuel, who scored in a monsoon on Sunday night. You hit uh, Jamar Chase as a great play. I am going to give you your – and Cooper Cup was your top-ranked wide receiver. Receiver. And what do you know, Cooper Cup keeps continuing doing what Cooper Cup does. So you can talk about your losses. I am going to hype up your wins. and There were many more wins that I didn't even mention.
6: No, I appreciate you. The running back position was just such a quagmire. Kind of like the field uh, on Sunday Night Football and on Monday Night Football. Sure. Like, you know, most of your would-be studs. And I think that's one of the big takeaways this past week was just showing, you know, matchup advantage can really – beat you down if you think about it, right? Because we talk about that Baltimore and, and Cincinnati game. Expect, I expected points to be there. And Freeman found the end zone, but still 39 total yards, yawn. Uh, Aaron Jones, we'll talk about him again some more. He was 32nd amongst running backs. So, you know, guys that you're Daryl Henderson, 31st in a game mm-hmm. that went off script, right? For the Rams, like he was the top five play I think everywhere in the world thinking, ah, they're running downhill. And that maybe the you know the Lions can get some saver points late. Instead, they needed everything, and that huge interception. I still think birthday boy Jalen Ramsey got there a little early, but that's
0: just me. <laughs> when you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, "Chef, what course are we on? I'm, I've lost count." Or,
1: "Shoot that! Shoot that!" <sighs>
3: With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
5: Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus Paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
4: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
2: All right, that's our look back at week, week seven and as we do our transition and this is kind of our mesh point where we still look back at stuff from week seven and we look ahead to week eight and try to get you set up for success I want to bring in our executive producer Ryan Bershinger and Bersh you can hear him on various Fox Sports radio shows directing them including our Fox Sports Red Zone radio show that I do with George Reister every Sunday at 5 Eastern 2 Pacific Ryan's our executive producer there he does our fantasy hits and misses is Ryan is going to tell us a bit of a story on, Mike, life in the world of streaming defenses. <laughs> Birch, Birch, let's hear the tale of streaming defenses in week seven. That's right. So I,
7: I like to stream defenses. And typically when I play defenses, I more tend to play them as opposing offenses, right? I just look at their opponents and I, and I mm-hmm. tackle that. So I saw a defense laying there. It was not my first choice. I was snubbed on the waiver wire. I, I tried to pick up, actually, their opponent in this game. Um, but I saw a team that was playing a rookie quarterback with not a very powerful offense. And I figured, you know what? I, this, this, this should pass. I can get something out of this. So, yes, in two leagues, I started the New York Jets defense. <laughs>
6: Wow. Well, but against the pass D, like they've been run on all year. Yes. Uh, but the pass D is giving you something. Hey, they could confuse you. Hey, Robert Sala.
2: What are we doing? Exactly. Hey, exactly. Wait, okay, wait. No, no, wait, no, Ryan. <laughs> how many points did the Jets defense give you in your leagues? Uh, negative <laughs> 11.
6: Wow. <laughs>
7: 32nd out of 32 teams and yes of course 6 teams did not play
6: in the past week. Uh
7: yeah, yeah. Uh, I I well. went to the
2: settings of one of my leagues to see if we gave like minus 10 points for over 50. And our range only went up to 46. And I'm thinking now I we have to change that. We have to change it. It should be like 46 to 50 is minus 5. And then to the, your point, minus 10 or minus 11. I could not imagine. Th- like... Th- th- it, I, no offense, Ryan, mm-hmm. it could be the worst play in fantasy football <laughs> that I have heard in a long, long no, time. No, 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 That's I okay. saw a
6: tweet that was worse. I don't want to throw our buddy uh, Robert Guerra under the bus, but he tweeted it out Yes, that in September he dropped Jamar Chase for a well, running back or something. Justin
7: Jackson. <laughs> for it was Justin, Justin. Jackson, Jackson of the
6: Chargers. Yes. <laughs> But, Go but, cats! I mean, I love the Northwestern guy and all, but geez,
2: we all make roster decisions. That yeah, but are, that, I I don't even know what it would look like in my live scoring. Like, I can't even I can't even picture on how a negative eleven. I've seen negative two a like quarterback gets picked off. You know, maybe the first play of the game doesn't have it negative two. I can't imagine. A minus 11 in that. Oh, that is that I, is great.
7: I do have some good news, though. Uh, in one of those leagues, I still won. In fact, okay. I, I still won uh, by a, a, a large amount. Hersh, 20, nobody 20 cares. Plus. Nobody I, cares. <laughs> the other one, it wouldn't have mattered. I could have played the best defense in that league, and I still would have you, lost in that game. You could so, have played the 85 the, Bears. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> well, what it could have Well, really it did know, not matter. Like
6: that setting and... I know for kickers, like some leagues have just decided to eliminate them, right? Most of the guillotine leagues that you're in, I, I don't think... Yours doesn't have a kicker, does it, Dan? No. Yeah, we don't have a kicker in that. I think Charchian is categorically against kickers. He's a he's a Vikings fan, so what does that tell you? <laughs> yeah, Charch, I called Fair you. Out. But... um, I remember like when we were setting up the base game when I was helping build the uh, Yahoo behemoth all those years ago. We thought it should be putative if your guy was missing chip shot field goals. So, you know, minus three, minus five. Mm-hmm. get You know, really get after it. And uh, folks would always complain. It's like, well, wow, how did I get negative points for my kicker? It's like, he sucked. Sure. He went one, like, Myers tonight? He went one for three. Yeah. Should be a negative score. Or- there should be no positivity out of that
2: there's yeah there's there's something to it and then there's something to weighing on how much of an impact a kicker should have or a team defense
6: Third, of the, game, well. well, third yeah, of the game, Dan Byer. Third of the
2: game. It's a third of the game when we watch it on TV, but in fantasy we all know it's not. And I don't even think it's a ninth of the game. That's, that's the weighing of it. That is what actually makes the negative 11 just even that much better. I think, I think, the, I think the lesson that we have learned is, you can still stream defenses as long as they're not named the Jets. That is the lesson <laughs> that we learn from yes. our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger. That is
6: well done right there. I will take uh, that
2: forward for the rest of time. Thank you. Guys. I've also realized, too, I only like to hear fantasy stories of other teams that lose. Like, I never want to hear <laughs> anybody's great and how anybody saved. It's always better when the team loses. So when they say nobody cares about your fantasy team – I disagree. I only want to hear if your team loses and how you got an awful beat because misery loves company, and that's what I need when I play Miles Sanders every week.
6: Yeah, Schadenfreude is a very powerful yes. thing. Oh, like, we fantasy, hate watch sports, and for fantasy, absolutely. How did yes. your dreams and hopes of this matchup get crushed? <laughs> like we oh, want to. I, I want a matchup. Smith and I are co-owning a couple of teams. We've gotten into these Fabiano uh, and other friends. Uh, you know, industry leagues, and we, we eked out a two-point win. It's like, those are the worst, right, mm-hmm. uh, being on the other side of. Because then you're looking at your bench going, oh, one roster. It's like, I always, I always want to get blown out. Like, if I'm going to lose, let let it go to hell. Let it not be, you know, one toggle of up-down of a wide receiver or tight end that does me in. Lose by 40. Then yes. it's not on me. Yes. I was destined I- to lose. <laughs> there's
2: there there is there's a lot of truth in that as well. Just make me feel better guy that I benched. That or or, or team that I'm playing just run away with it.
6: Well, but it's also oh. in our fandom, right? I mean, you watched your Seahawks lose this whatever this Monday night game was to to a yes. team that wasn't very good, right? My Bears got blown out by the Bucks. You know what it does? It really magnifies how crappy your team construction really is sure and i'd rather sure. have that than be like i don't know can we tread water until this guy gets back or tomorrow a hot take and, and and i'll tell you so right now dan it's going to be all about how valuable is russell wilson
2: oh yeah for and sure And why
6: did he not get those mvp votes because you see right now they're a rudderless ship i'm also writing copy for other shows <laughs>
2: If Jason Myers makes some field goals, it actually may be a different story. Not that they were makeable, (laughs) but I'm just saying it. It was it's yeah, if Russell Wilson plays, I think in the last two weeks the Seahawks win. He didn't. They had opportunities, and unfortunately, they could not get them done. It's the most diplomatic way that I can I can put it. And, and trust me, we're not going to focus on the Seahawks anymore because for it's, fantasy purposes, yeah. they're basically dead to us for the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs were dead on Sunday. Yeah, That's work. my takeaway in moving forward. Really, in looking back and just doing a quick synopsis of Kansas City and as we look at it from fantasy, it seems when Tyreek Hill goes, the Chiefs go, and when he doesn't, they don't this season. However, this past weekend was truly their first real stinker of the season, and it was bad. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. It was bad. But you also have the Giants now coming into town on Monday Night Football in, in Week 8. And there's no reason why I would hesitate to bench any of the normal Chiefs, even Daryl Williams in this situation. I, I, I think that that's, there are problems in Kansas City, yes, but still not enough in a fantasy world where I would panic and alter any of my playing when it comes to them.
6: No, they're, they're still in. There's no question about it. I mean, you look at the opponent Giants, what, seventh most fantasy points per game allowed to running back. So, yeah, Williams is in. Mm -hmm. Went off script. He only saw the ball out of the backfield five times as a rusher for 20 yards. Again, that was expected to be your, your big point total of the week right 57 and a half was the over under and it came in woefully under and then it, Mahomes gets hurt and and that's the end of, of any attempt Chad Henney came out 11 of 16 for 82 yards just because we needed a Chad Henney update sure. but I mean you, you look at all the receivers that are out there and they don't they don't have a consistent running game I think Williams is fine I think Mahomes has been careless with the football and that's not a hot take or anything that that folks are you know just coming to it's just you watch football you yell at the guy who has no stats and right now Patrick Mahomes is you know trying to make plays that aren't there why cuz his defense stinks yeah Right, so it, it all works together into one big mess. But the points are still going to be there. They're still going to put up most weeks. This just happened to be the outlier, and now we have to, you know, from a football perspective, try to figure out what the hell the Titans are. since they. I, I, th- I equated it on the air, Dan, to, uh, you know, a college class or maybe a middle school class. All right, we're going to take out the high and the low of your grades so mm-hmm. you lost to Arizona, that's the high. You lost to the Jets, that's the low. Now let's figure out what you are.
2: Sure. And, th- and that Jets game, and I know people don't think it's an excuse, but you didn't have Brown, A.J. Brown or Julio or Jones. Or Julio, sure. You know, so it, it was an overtime game. So Still the Jets, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. The <laughs> other thing about the, the the two things quickly about the Chiefs, and then I'll let you do your takeaway, mm-hmm. is one of the things that we were worried about them was their depth at wide receiver because there was no more Sammy Watkins. Can Miko Hardman move into that spot? What about Demarcus Robinson? And it doesn't seem that anybody is stepping into that spot. Byron Pringle you know, had five catches for 73 yards. Maybe Patrick Mahomes trusts him a little bit more, but I th- I think that that is a problem with Kansas City. And then you just mentioned Chad Henney. Those 16 pass attempts came on one drive. Like, Mahomes was knocked out in the fourth middle of the fourth quarter. So the Chiefs got the ball back. They had a 17-play drive where Henny threw it 16 of the 17 times. I, I don't know why I love the stat. I just thought it was absurd because you're like, oh, you know, Henny must have gotten a lot of playing time. No, he played one drive and just chucked mm-hmm. it on basically every snap. My takeaway from week seven.
6: The return. Of Chad Henney, uh, as it were. Uh, look, i surprised that Baltimore got run over as they did, but Joe Burrow is the real deal. You look at him spreading the ball around, uh, and you just marvel at what Jamar Chase, we mentioned him before, but mm-hmm. just absolutely absurd, the level of productivity. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa, to me, is a guy that whoever gets him, once the Dolphins give up, uh, they're, they're going to have some fun, because I think if he can stay healthy, Always a big if Uh, the kid can play, but in the interim, there's going to be opportunities in your fantasy lineups, I think, to play him before uh, anything breaks down that way. Uh, The Giants, Daniel Jones, we get him up as a waiver wire. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, But making making the most of the plays, Arizona, again, it still goes to the – they spread the ball out too damn much, and they'll drive you insane. Yeah. And, you know, all my preseason – Uh, reservations on Carson Wentz while he didn't have a huge yardage total guy looks in command of an offense so for fantasy purposes I I think I'm feeling pretty good especially that Pittman's going to go out and win some one-on-ones for me so uh, all the better there
2: yeah and the thing that that I think about the Colts and I brought this up on our our show yesterday, just did a little preview of the Niners game. I was surprised, Mike, at how many people liked the Niners in that game. Not that the Colts had given you tons to like, but I think they had kind of started to turn it around a little bit. And the other thing was there wasn't a team in the preseason that went through as much turmoil with injuries and COVID than the Indianapolis Colts. And so I think that allowed them to maybe not get off to the start that they wanted they lost to Seattle, and they lost to the Rams in the first two weeks, and you're kind of now all of a sudden starting behind the eight ball. I think things get a little bit better for Indianapolis, uh, you know, as as we go down that road. And just something to watch, and then the AFC playoff picture is, is wide open. But I think that, that helped with the Colts. Now they kind of put those early season losses behind them after a rough preseason and now are finding their stride a bit.
6: Well, getting Quentin Nelson back will help solve a lot of issues. Yes. Right? A lot of mean up front. Uh and for Jonathan Taylor means big days ahead. So uh yeah, all in all, you know, with all the bye weeks and the injuries and you know, fantasy strange bedfellows. And you look at yeah. some of the leaders at each position for scoring purposes, you know, when when we start getting down into the back end of WR one and you know it's Khalif Raymond. Of the Detroit Lions with his six catches for 115 Mm -hmm. yards Uh, and just just keep going on down the line. Kendrick Bourne throwing a touchdown and then another four catches for 68 yards. Dante Pettis against Carolina. Guys that maybe you started – but I won a game in one of those weird industry leagues with Dante Pettis in my my starting lineup, which means the old the, the clock broken clock can be right twice, <laughs> right? Because I mean, there there's just some madness that goes through, and these are the weeks that you you hope to you know, as Calipari so eloquently put, succeed and proceed. Because
0: a lot of strangeness in those games. 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way? Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with AMX. Terms apply.
1: What's up? I'm John Wall.
0: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game.
3: With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
5: Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus Paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
4: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.
2: There is a lot of strangeness on Monday when it came to COVID in the NFL. First, there was the news that Matt Nagy tested positive, head coach of the Bears. Then we heard Joe Barry, the Packers' defensive coordinator, uh, was on the uh, tested positive, and then we found out that Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams was placed on the reserve COVID list. And now there's Adam Schefter reported that Adams did test positive. We believe he was vaccinated, made a social media post and the reports out of Wisconsin saying he did receive the vaccine. So we would need two negative tests 24 hours apart to be able to play. The problem is is they've got the Cardinals on Thursday. And so, Mike, we kind of blend in what we usually wrap up with on our, our early week podcast is a preview of Thursday. But now the Thursday game and what's happening with Devontae Adams has really become the big story heading into week
6: eight in the NFL. Well, it's pretty amazing. We've talked about it. You've got the, you know, for lack of a better term, the Holy Triumvirate in Green Bay. Aaron, Aaron, and Devonte, and now you got to go find someone else, right? The next leading receivers are Tunyon and Lazard. They each have 15 receptions on the year, Dan. So you you're you're reaching a bit.
2: Aaron, Aaron, and Allen actually sounds a lot better than Aaron, Aaron, and Devontae if you're just going for symmetry. So maybe maybe Lazard would be the guy to go for Week
6: 8. I think so. You're looking at uh, currently owned in about 5% of leagues, no doubt. Uh, A ton of waiver claims have already been made as you and I record this. Uh, so now it becomes the the question for the, that Packers offense. You know, if you need help at, at tight end, you know, Tunyon's a guy that's probably going to see a couple more touches as well. Uh, I would suspect, you know, the Aaron Jones slash A.J. Dillon uh, combination will see a bunch as well. Uh, but, you know, otherwise we got to find some help at wide receiver mm-hmm. uh, if you're missing Devonte adams so that's we're looking at bateman you know three catches 80 yards in that beat down by the the Bengals. but his role looks to be increasing he's he's owned only in about a third of leagues right now uh gallop coming back off injury uh in the bye week he's loaned in fewer than half remember he only played in week one four catches on seven targets 36 yards how much of a work share he gets right out of the gate is certainly a question, uh, but you hang a a star on it. Uh, Russell Gage, well, if they're not going to throw to Calvin Ridley, how about we get Russell Gage involved, right? Missed three games, you had the bye week, four catches, six yards, 67 yards, and a touchdown opportunity. Darius Slayton, everybody's hurt for the Giants, and like we said before, along with Daniel Jones, they've got Kansas City on tap, five catches uh, on nine targets for 63 yards uh, in this return to the field in that win over Carolina
2: you know the the Calvin Ridley situation with Atlanta is crazy because you would think there would be this great rapport Ridley's still getting targets they're just not connecting he and Matt Ryan so that's something to watch especially as the Falcons have a divisional opponent with the Panthers coming up in week eight crazy to think though that the Falcons are three and three sitting there at 500 and In in the thick of things for the playoffs in the uh, NFC, I was going to throw out another name for for waiver wire, Mike, and if there are any more you can add on to that because we kind of did a little Packers-Cardinals combo, and we'll wrap up with Packers-Cardinals preview in just a second. But with Miles Sanders and his ankle injury, I mean, maybe you want to take a shot with Kenneth Gainwell of of Philadelphia against the Lions, which, by the way, the Lions – will get their first win of the year in week eight. I will mark that down. I I, I thought it was against the Ravens, and we were oh so close, Mike. We were oh so close, but that 66-yarder. But it is going to happen. The Lions are going to win that game. But the Eagles are going to need to look for something in the backfield. I don't know if Miles Sanders is going to uh, be able to miraculously recover from his ankle injury. I would doubt that, and not that I'm saying it's healthy, to play Eagles running backs, but if you are in desperate need, maybe Gainwell could be a guy you could look at.
6: Boston Scott coming in and screwing you over as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, you know, he's a the specter of him being part of it. But, yeah, Gainwell's one of those guys. Look, even if you're not going to start him, if you're a Sanders owner, take a look at your bench, and it becomes the what-if scenario. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll, I'll take it from the Marvel Universe. I'll create my own uh, series of comics based on what-if scenarios for fantasy football. Uh, how about Trevor Lawrence going up against Seattle, coming out of the bye, another wide receiver who I, I wring my hands because every time I recommend him, he disappears, but uh, when we look at LaVisca Chenault, you got seven or more targets in four of his six games, so he does pop up at least uh, as getting some attention whether they can complete, but coming out of the bye week, uh, really curious to see what we have going forward. And then I I throw this out here before we get to our Thursday preview, Dan. In the next couple of days, we're going to find out what happens in theory with Deshaun Watson, Mm -hmm. right? The potential for a trade. Because if he does get out of Houston, like one of the big things here, he's not playing, right? They haven't forced the issue in terms of the league making any kind of decision. Why? Because he didn't want to play for Houston. So it's been convenient that, you know, there's a battle, you know, just not wanting to play for the club versus the pending legal battles that are still out there and and the you know the civil cases that are to be resolved. But if he does get traded, you may have a, a situation whereby at some point down the stretch he becomes eligible. Right? Whatever suspension mm-hmm. maybe gets put out by the league office personal conduct policy that maybe there's there's a, a spot for him down the stretch does it mean he comes in as the same guy that you saw winging it around last year no but again it goes back to my defensive strategies particularly for the fantasy playoffs mm-hmm. even if you're not going to use him and never have an intention of playing him whether you but- you know you come to the decision you know in terms of you, how you feel about rostering a guy with all these complaints Again, levied against him, but he would not come back to beat you in a playoff matchup. Which the scenario does present potentially exist, given the climate of a potential trade this coming week.
2: Uh, And listen, I'm not giving any passes on anything that's out there, but we're just talking about fantasy football. No, that's it. The NFL is going to let him play. You know, why not put him on your roster? If he does, you know, if something happens, then you just cut him, let him go. But yeah, to your point, and and wherever he does go, if he does go before the trade deadline, the uh, the value of the other players around him in whatever market, whether it be Miami or Carolina, would also be something to look at. And so, if you just want to, you know, I don't know, play with things or whatever, and figure it out. If Miami is the destination. Maybe a look at a couple of the Miami wide receivers sure. out there, maybe getting a boost and and uh, moving on. That could be another option. But, but yeah, to your point, I think that is, that is actually very, very smart. All right, let's wrap up this episode with what could be the game of the year. I mean, Packers, Cardinals. And, by the way, that stadium has the most wackiest crap happen in it. I mean, you think of all the things <laughs> that have happened in Glendale, Arizona. And I'm talking about Russell Wilson interception at the one yard line. We're talking Patriots perfect season coming to an end helmet catch with David Tyree. We're even talking Fiesta Bowls with Boise State taking out Oklahoma like the craziest things happen in that stadium. And for some reason, I think we're going to get another crazy situation because it's Thursday night. It's on Fox. It's going to be a big game. Even if Devontae Adams doesn't play, I think something's going to something crazy is going to happen between the Packers and Cardinals.
6: I, I think you're right. And having been in that stadium a couple of times for training camp, workouts, or whatever, it's just got a different feel to it. Right? I haven't been able to attend a game. Unfortunately, the uh, the schedules haven't worked out. But it's also Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers playing great football. So now it becomes all right, which of the tertiary options, if you're especially if you're looking at a daily fantasy, I think is where you, you would probably gamble perhaps a bit more. Uh again, not heavy on bye weeks, but maybe your your team's banged up in your standard leagues. But we talked about it before. I mean, you got Lazard and you got Tunyon. Maybe there's a little bit more going here for Randall Cobb. Maybe, but I think that'd be a desperation play. I think we're going to find better options for you mm-hmm. there. On the Arizona side of things, you know, Edmonds, you know, the Packers give up, mo- uh, what are they? It's already s- through seven weeks, they've given up 40 re- receptions to opposing backs. And so that's where he makes his hay. Already he's got 27 receptions on the year, so I'm expecting him to be active uh, out of the backfield. So one of those where we'll get him in as a higher end number two, uh, looking for some balance there. Hopkins, like you said, touchdown dependent. And what's interesting, they've already got four players with over 300 yards, it's got to kind of punctuate the the fact that Kyler Murray is spreading the ball around yeah. a bunch. So, looking for massive games from one single player, I don't know that you're going to get it. obviously Green Bay without Alexander on uh, some of the other components there in the back seven. Opportunity should knock once again for Kyler Murray, but two top five plays at QB, even with even with, my guy Devontae Adams not being available, still expecting Rodgers to find some magic. Uh, Chandler Jones will be back for the Cardinals, so... There's the little wrinkle on the defensive side uh, to make his life a little more difficult, which means he's screaming hot route a bunch more, which means Jones, Dylan, and the tight ends probably see a little more work.
2: Green Bay, as you said, having a difficult time covering backs out of the backfield. They have not allowed, uh, allowed a 100-yard rusher yet this year. Khalil Herbert came close, 97, and Taylor Heineke actually came close this past <laughs> weekend. with yes, was 95, did. but no one's hit triple digits. But as you said, uh, guys out of the backfield are dangerous. All right, there it is, your Week 7 recap and your first look ahead to Week 8. Be apprised of everything that happens with the Green Bay Packers and their COVID situation because you're going to want to set it up for your game on Thursday night. And we will be back with a new episode on Friday morning to get you ready for Week 8. Again, if you have any questions, find Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. A big thank you to our executive producer, Ryan Bersinger, and his great play of Jets defense that gave a negative 11. You can always tweet to him at Ryan Persinger. Best of luck on Thursday night and we'll get you set for
0: a weekday we talk again. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own.